gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Renaissance woman. Melissa Itell Juren, uh, subject to two separate documentaries. She's the author of several books, and uh, and she is our host each and every week on radio and podcast. You can check out the documentaries on Melissa Vision, on uh, Roku TV, uh, and Amazon Fire, and or uh, MelissaItellJuren.com. Check it out. She's wonderful. How are you, Melissa? Oh, I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? Uh, doing uh, doing well. I doing a lot better than the country as, as a whole. I, I, I you know, I, I get very concerned when we uh, when we look at the two choices that we have, our two main choices. And I, I'm sure if they polled the, uh, you know, polled the uh, uh, the general public that uh, people would be showing uh, dissatisfaction with either one. And I know there are people that absolutely love um, love former President Trump. I don't know that anybody loves Biden. You know, I mean, Democrats, you know, are tolerant of Biden or they feel like they should love Biden uh, and say good things about him. But it's more you love Trump or you hate Trump. Um, Do you think if we did a poll and I'm sure they're out there, but if they did a poll of the American people, they would want somebody else other than these two? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, that's true. I mean, this this, this whole is just turning out to be uh, I don't know what. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, we are living in a very bizarre time. Yeah, unbelievable. And recently, former President Trump said uh, about NATO, which, by the way, I, look, you could say what you want about NATO. Uh, NATO is probably keeping us out of World War III um, by being, you know, uh, being very careful. Uh, but uh, NATO is a very, uh, uh, you know, serious player in this, and it keeps us from having to be the lead so the thing is like i'm not anti-nato by uh by any stretch of the imagination but uh a former president came in and he said some incendiary things such as um if uh if they're not paid up uh i'd say russia go go uh take them on you know uh, do what you want to them or whatever and and to me that just sounded insane mm-hmm. it is insane it's, it's the it's it's the ranting and raving of, of a of a, uh, a a deranged person who obviously doesn't care what he says, uh, as, as outrageous as it may be, because he thinks he's above everyone. Yeah, uh, amazing. What's the most disturbing thing you heard him say? It, what, was it that? Uh, certainly, uh, you know, it, it sounds like, uh, it, and he sounds like he's got a little deal going with Putin. I know Putin said, "Oh, I'd rather, I'd rather Joe Biden uh, be president than Donald Trump." And uh, and Trump said, uh, I took that as a compliment. Um, obviously, they uh, they knew that he was going to say that before. And they probably asked Putin to uh, to say that um, to to help his cause. But Putin obviously wants Trump to be in there. Oh, yeah. Somebody's calling me. Frank. Yep. You- hey, uh, sorry for the quick in, uh, interruption there, uh, Melissa. But we were talking about uh, what, what's the worst thing that uh, that's uh, that's going on. And uh, and you know, like you said, I mean, it's it's like the rantings uh, of a madman, and uh, and I'm sure the rest of the world is thinking about um, 
thinking about it later, uh, you know, as he said it, and they're saying, please, my God, don't let this happen. Um, and I think um, when you get to, uh, when you get to, uh, you know, anybody who's involved with NATO, um, you're going to uh, you get the same reaction. Everybody's scared stiff that uh, that Donald Trump would uh, would get back in there because he's ba- he said I'll end the, the war in 24 hours. Yeah, he'll pull out, pull out our support, pull out all the money, and then Russia will just take over the Ukraine, and <coughs> that'll be it. And then it'll just be a a, a matter of time before uh, Putin takes over another uh, an, another country over there, another uh, uh, territory over there, and he'll he'll build it back up again. And then we're gonna we're gonna have a crazy man in charge of uh, uh, Europe, basically, and, and running wild in Europe. Um, are you, and again, let me remind folks, Melissa MelissaItelJuran.com, Frank McKay here with Melissa. Um, are you at all uh, concerned that, uh, that Putin is, uh, will just play this out and, and uh, try to stretch it out until the, uh, until the presidency is decided, and then if it is Trump, that that would be his strategy to save all his resources uh, to to go there. And I, by the way, I know Zelensky and I know uh, the Ukraine aren't just going to sit still and 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 wait oh, for that no. that to happen. No. They're moving, but at the same time, I mean, they've got their own internal struggles and you know yeah, uh, all kinds of things happening. But um, it, it you know th- this does not help. You know the uh, Trump's rhetoric does not help. No, absolutely not. It doesn't help. And that's why I think um, if he it does become officially the nominee, and we don't know yet, you know, there's still there's still plenty of litigation ahead in his on his calendar. And I, he's got a court date on March 25th. Is that, I think that's correct yep. for the criminal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, smack in the middle of the campaigning. And uh, I, I, I think uh, I, I, I'm not sure if that's after Super Tuesday, but in any case, uh, it, People are not going to vote for him. They're not. They're going to think twice about it. I know that there are people out there ranting and raving, saying, calling in radio stations and saying, you know, I can't stand my life anymore under Biden and things were good under Trump. There are people out there who are thinking about these statements and saying, no, I'm not going to vote for an unhinged person who's going to put us in pe- into peril and, 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 and invite Putin to just invade the world. And, and while we sit by and he makes deals in 24 hours, and, and, and decides to, and, and, and threatens to disband the Constitution of all things. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, it's unbelievable. Yeah. People, it are, people are not going to vote no. Um, no. en masse for Trump. He's, he's going to get his votes, and he's going to get people that right. hate the Democrats and that are, are bought in. Uh, by the way, not to, uh, we don't want to get into the whole third congressional. That's a whole, we need a whole show for that. But what the Republicans did, basically, and, and I'm not even get into her, her name, whatever, they took a no-name Republican legislator, and, and they, they tested it, and they did all of these commercials that were anti-Tom Swazi, who ended up winning by a big number, yes. nine, nine points. Did. Yeah, yes. big and number. Rightfully so, and people, thank God, that common sense prevailed. Maybe not where she comes from. She, you know, I happen to live... In the same neighborhood, I don't want to, you know, that's another issue. Right. It's just reflective. It's reflective of what's going on in many parts of New York and and the and across the, the world. country. Yeah, and even, the world. Yeah. Yes, but she she's good for, and I'm going to say it because we know we don't hold back. We say we speak our yes, minds. We of speak course. the truth on this show. She would have been good maybe for a 
a, a position in her synagogue, or right. uh, and, and she's a little, a little, you know, um, a small-time county legislator, which is a part-time position. She has no background. I'm not, I'm not knocking her her IDF service, which everybody has to do in Israel. And from and 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 and, and, and if you know, if, if I were living in Israel and I were young enough, I'd probably be serving too, but probably in some kind of non-combat position, given my my uh my size and well, well your makeup you know like your, your skill set yeah. your skill set is not yeah uh, to no, go no. in as a soldier you you know you're no. going to do uh, other work that's uh right. you know uh, brain work and, uh, or end or clerical and or uh on behind right. a, a desk work. which we need yes. yes and that's 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 perfectly okay yes and there are women who go to west point you know bravo to them they have to have brains and brawn they have to they have to keep up with the guys they're they're very smart because west point is not a joke i mean you study some heavy duty stuff we've had generals who who came from west point douglas MacArthur being a prominent one who graduated first yep. in his class so you can imagine how smart he must have been <laughs> and uh and even i i'm not sure if and I think we've had some secretary of defense, some secretaries of defense who were graduates of West Point. And I think Mike Pompeo went to West Point, former secretary yep. of state. So it shows you how, you know, how accomplished he was, is. Uh, he still is, but he was at a young age. Eisenhower, but, uh, right? West Point grad. Eisenhower, yes, but he graduated last in his class. Yeah, right, which was uh, unbelievable, you know. It's yeah, yeah, he was not an academic he was a, I think he was a, an assistant to Douglas MacArthur, which made MacArthur kind of wonder, well, how come he's getting <laughs> supreme commander? Yeah. You know, he worked for me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what's and funny? Uh, not to not to interrupt, but uh, they asked yeah. MacArthur, who had a, a, a famous ego. I mean, he had oh, yeah. the, the oh, most boy. unbelievable ego in the world. And by the way, a great general. I mean, I shall return. <laughs> he he did yeah. dramatic pictures on very the, dramatic. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, he's uh, uh, just uh, unbelievable. Believable, and then uh, uh, it, you know there were some comments that went back and forth in the press, and um, and they asked him about uh, the success of General Eisenhower. He said he was the best clerk I ever had, and uh, <laughs> and then also they <coughs> some woman came up to uh, to um, General Eisenhower and said, uh, General Eisenhower, do you do you know General MacArthur? And he said, know him, madam. I studied drama under him for four years. So uh, <laughs> they took yeah. little shots at each other, those guys. But I mean, listen, it's uh, it, it, you know, your point is right on about West Point, and uh, uh, it's it's seriously there. But uh, you know, this uh, uh, you know her her uh, IDF uh, uh, experience uh, aside, uh, it, she was a terrible candidate. Yes, she was not the right. No, she was not the right candidate. She had no legislative experience, no match for Swazi, who is a, 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 a you know, he's a, he's he's a seasoned politician. He's a smart guy. Polished. Um, yes, he has credentials. He speaks well. She, I never, I didn't know, I couldn't understand what she was saying. Unfortunately, her accent. She's not, English is not her first language. It's not. She hasn't perfected it. She had no business representing. Uh, the the party as, uh, for a national seat, and I don't know what they were thinking. I don't, yeah, I don't know what they were drinking yeah. when they put her up to this, and uh, and and I I just it, it's just amazing. The only people I think who came out en masse, and meaning they're everybody's you know brother, sister, aunt, dead uh, dead uncle came to vote for her. Yeah, yeah was in my my you know in my immediate area, and I think in the rest of Long Island and Queens 
where she didn't do as much campaigning. I think they woke up. They said, you know what? No, we're not going with her. No. <laughs> and we're going with the guy. He's He's been there. He knows Congress. As he said, he knows his way around Congress. He knows people. He knows what's going on. And uh, I'm glad he I'm glad he got in. Yeah, you know, no, he knows both sides of the aisle. Also, I mean, exactly. he, he could work, and he could. He's going to bring home the bacon for the uh, for the area. Exactly. And again, that's no slight against her, but uh, it, to give you some indication of what the GOP thought of her, all the commercials, and and I was watching commercial after commercial after commercial, and all they kept talking about Swazi is. Um, that uh, that he's the one who opened up the borders. He's the one this. He, you know, Biden and uh, and this. Uh, you know, but they they brought all the national issues up, and they thought that would win it. And and quite frankly, I didn't know. You know, I don't. I'm not seeing the polls that they're looking at. But um, in in my mind, you know, they know what they're doing. I mean, the chairman's very good over there. I don't know. You know what what they were thinking on this one. But um, as far as uh, you know, as as far as Swazi goes, they this was almost a test case to see if they could just run anybody against a solid uh, Democrat. And uh, and by the way, if it was an experiment, it failed. And in a snowstorm, uh, you know, nine you know nine percent of the vote um, is is a very big uh, very big margin. And you know, if it was one percent, they'd say, "Oh, it was the snowstorm that prevented the Republicans from coming out." Um, look, I I think what we're seeing here is um, I, I think what we're seeing here is that you're going to have women coming out and voting uh, because of, of Roe v. Wade. And again, we don't want to get into that, you know, that issue here, right? But I'm just right. bringing it up. But there are, uh, there are women on all sides uh, of the aisle, both sides of the aisle, uh, Republican, Democrat, but uh, all walks of life that are going to vote uh, against uh, Trump because of Roe v. Wade, they're going to go and say, hey, uh, you know, uh, nobody's going to tell me what to do with my uh, reproductive rights or my daughter's reproductive rights or my nieces, whatever. And they're going to uh, and they're going to vote on that uh, on that issue. And I, I, I saw numbers and, and uh, actually a friend of mine in the San Antonio area uh, brought up a, a Republican, well, a poll um, and that 60 Four percent of Republican women in Texas mm-hmm. are are pro-choice, and and again, I, I you know I'm not debating, I'm not taking a stance one way or the other here. You know, we, uh, you know, this isn't the the show. We're not doing, uh, uh, you know, this isn't isn't the theme of our show today. But when you talk about Texas and how Republican a state is uh, that Texas is, and you're telling me that in a poll that 64 percent of the Texas Republican women, Republican women in Texas are pro-choice. Um, that, what that tells me is that in Missouri, in Michigan, in uh, in Georgia, in Arizona, and I'm naming all the uh, swing states, Pennsylvania even, Florida, I don't know, you know, I mean, you know, Florida, um, they, you know, you got DeSantis and he does very well uh, there, uh, but uh, Ohio, uh, when you talk about all of these states, uh, Trump's got to run the table on on almost on almost all of them, right? On all of them, especially if he loses one one or two here. But I mean, Trump lost Georgia and he lost Arizona. I mean, these are Republican uh, states. He doesn't have any room for error, and 
the the millennials who have never voted. I mean, they talk a big game, the millennials, but this is probably the first year that they're going to vote. That some of them are, are married or in relationships and maybe even have kids. But this is the first year that they're uh, they're going to vote, and I, they're not coming out and voting for Donald Trump. They just aren't. You know, I mean, there's some, but uh, they're those aren't Trump voters. Those that's not. Uh, how I'd identify uh, the millennials uh, that uh, that are out there. And I'm not, you know, and again, I'm not over-crediting uh, the millennials because they talk a big game and they've yet to vote yet. But uh, again, Frank McKay here with Melissa Itell-Juren, our host each and every week. Um, Melissa, what, what do you think about what I just said there? Uh, there's going to be anti-Trump voters coming out and there's going to be women uh, coming out for, uh, for Roe v. Wade uh, voting against whoever the Republican is, uh, oh, because yeah. because what happened and uh, and and there's going to be anti-Trumpers uh, uh, coming out. Uh, what do you what's your thought? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're going to have a whole mix of of people who are um, going to the polls to vote their conscience to save, I guess, the the country from from the forces that you're speaking of. And, and our abortion is, you know, the the big one of the big issues uh, I think um, after that would be um, you know, would, might be the economy and also where we're spending our money uh, internationally and who who we are supporting because um, you know Trump would uh, like many of the of his Republican cohorts would would like to just cut off aid entirely to Ukraine and um, to uh, maybe to Israel, you know, they want to yeah. specify, you know, they, they, they right. couch it in certain terms, or we know what they're saying. Code words, also, code words. Yeah, yes, exactly, code words, yes. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's alternate speakeasy, or whatever you want to call it. It's, it, 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 all it means is let's cut, you know, let's become isolationists. That's what it's all about. That's what, that's what they want to do. They want to America first. Back. Right, America first. They want to turn the clock back to 1938. They don't acknowledge that. Oh, yeah, they're not that farthest thing from their minds but that's exactly what they're doing and putin loves this you know putin um putin's you know he gave the interview to tucker carlson uh last week and which made a, a whole it was a there was a whole noise about that yeah and we know where tucker carlson stands he's, he's a you know he's really tight with trump and there's talk of tucker carlson being on the i don't know the short list the long list for vp I don't know. Yeah, he's I he's got a. I'll tell you, he's he's got a real shot at being VP, oh which, by the way, would just destroy uh, Trump's, uh, you know, uh, absolutely uh, candidacy. The the Democrats should pray that Tucker Carlson is uh, is his VP. Uh, Trump Carlson. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Match made in hell. <laughs> oh my god. Would that be that would be the disaster of all disasters? I mean, they oh, would lose. Uh, you know, and and again. Uh, you know, anybody who's who's a Republican or a, a moderate doesn't want mm. Trump uh, to lose that badly, because if he loses so badly, then the Democrats and then the crazies take over. Right. But the the Democrats take over the country. I, I mean, completely take over the country. They take over the Senate. They take over the uh, uh, the um, uh, the Congress uh, just as a whole. I mean, you can't um, you know, you can't make it up. But if they if he loses too badly to whoever um it, it's going to be uh too much the other side i mean you want some kind of balance you want some kind of close balance uh but uh but again it's uh 
it, it's pretty amazing what's uh, what's going on in our country right now. Frank McKay here. Go to melissaitelljoin.com and uh, check out the documentaries there. The author of several books and and counting, Melissa Itell Jorn. Um, uh, Melissa, if if you uh, uh, if you just think about what I just said there, um, if uh, Tucker called, I, and I don't think that's a serious. I I, I think he, he's seriously considering it. I think. Trump loves Tucker Carlson so much, but uh, I don't think that he could seriously make that kind of move and put Tucker Carlson in as a as a VP. Because if he does, like I said, I mean, we could be looking at a just a blowout from from the Dems, and no, I don't think that's good for anybody. No, no, it isn't. Uh, I mean, it, it would just show his total lack of concern for any any propriety. I think. Yeah. And it, it would, but it would demonstrate what you know the the the, the cavalier attitude of, of of Trump and his well his unhinged his unhinged attitude is his thinking his his actions. I don't know if if this is realistic. If it's if, first of all, what 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 legislative experience does Tucker Carlson have? Then again, what what is, what experience did Trump have? Right. But still, I just can't. I don't know. I can't believe that the party is allowing this to go on. But it, you know they're. They're just, you know, they're just bowing to him. They're doing whatever he wants. They're not stepping in and saying, "Hey, you're about one step away from a conviction. We can't, we can't have you as a, you know, as the face of our party. You can't possibly be serious, you know, to to, to be in contention for the nomination." But yet here we are. Yeah, you know, Republicans like uh, high-level Republicans that that are, were once thought Trumpers. I spoke, and I'm talking about public officials have said to me, not not only just in this state, but out, out, outside, um, what they basically say is if uh, if Trump runs, that they're going to get, uh, they're, they're going to lose a lot of members. You know, one pointed out that his district is very pro-Trump, uh, so he, um, he, he wasn't going to lose, but he's going to be going back to where where his constituent, uh, not his constituent, where his group meets, and there's going to be a lot less of them uh, if Trump runs. So, um, th- that's there. I, I, I don't know what they can do about it other than <clears throat> if there are convictions and if the Supreme Court steps in and, and does something about it. But uh, quite frankly, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sure that it's a done deal. Uh, there could be a brokered convention. There could be a split. Maybe the Republicans will, will say that's a worse scenario for them because they're um, – Maybe Trump runs independently and uh, and just splits up the vote. Maybe it means uh, the, the end of the Republican Party. Who the hell knows? But yeah. <coughs> they're in a very tricky situation. The Republican Party's in a very—they uh, might just say, you know what? We have no w- no way to stop it. Let him let him run, and uh, and let's just uh, solidify uh, everything else and let's try to do things. But you got—is it Lara Trump? Is that uh, his uh, daughter-in-law? Daughter-in-law, and he wants her to be the chair, right? A chair of. Uh, um, I think she made a statement not too long ago that uh, if she's uh, the national chair, that she is going to um, she is going to uh, put every allocate every cent possible to get her father-in-law elected president of the United States. And I, I don't know if you heard that quote, but it was a quote, you know, and it got. Yeah. You got a lot of play. Did you hear that? Well, I know that she plays a very prominent role 
in his uh, his campaign, and she makes many appearances on Fox News. Yes, I think I heard something to that effect. Yes, and I'm not I'm not surprised. I mean, she's she wants to be a she wants to be a player. Yeah, and, and her way to uh, play is is through is through the former president uh, Donald Trump. I mean, her that's her way to uh, to to this uh, scenario. Um, what do you what do you see being the next? And I know we we said what what is it? Uh, March twenty fifth is the is the big criminal day. Uh, but today in New York, something's happening, right? I mean, there's and and you know I seem to uh, take the New York stuff less seriously because I think there's more egregious things. And uh, but but today there's supposed to be a decision coming out of a judge uh, that could be what a three hundred and eighty million dollar shot across the bow uh, against Trump. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, did yeah, you hear that's this? Really going to hurt him. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know the exact figure, but yeah, something that's really going to sting him. Yeah, and then I I don't know what else. Um, oh, it, and maybe it's going to eliminate him from being able to do uh, do business in the state of New York, and I think that that hurts for the long run. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that any of this will ultimately matter. Right now, he's dead set on on running for president and that's what he he wants and he could by the way he figures if he gets in there he could pardon himself on on everything um the whole thing is uh, are we going to get um are, are we uh, are we going to get that kind of uh <laughs> are we going to get that kind of result and and when you look on the other side of the aisle and you you're looking at at the president of the United States and he is he looks so incoherent at times and he sounds mm-hmm. incoherent at times yes. and uh it's it's kind of like somebody is going to say and i'm not saying this i'm just trying to play down the middle somebody's going to say well who's the lesser of two evils and as long as trump sounds coherent which it, by the way and, and i know we brought this up before but when you start talking about nikki haley as if she's nancy pelosi you mm-hmm. don't sound cogent <laughs> no you don't absolutely not or she's used that. I mean, she ran with that, and uh, you know. But it, I, I don't know if that's really going to help her at this point. She would need a miracle, you know. He gets totally, you know, he's he's out of the, of the running. He he really gets slammed, and he's he can't run anymore. Maybe they would consider her. Yeah, right. And uh, you know, but in in my mind, if I'm her, I, I'd say stay in there the whole time. You'd yeah. be the alternative to Trump. Just don't okay. ever leave. Yeah, and, she, I think she's going to do that. She's she has no intention of leaving. You know uh, the um, the comments that the former president made about her husband. You know that uh, that he'd rather be in North Africa than um, than with her or whatever. They wanted to get away from her, and he questioned her um, her husband. And I think her husband is a combat veteran. I think he has combat. Um, well. Yeah, he's with the National Guard. I don't know exactly. I mean, and this has been a, a, a source of controversy. I don't know how much actual combat time he has under his belt. You know, he's in his 50s. He's not doing, I don't think he's doing real combat um, maneuvers at his age. No, but I think he he does have some combat, uh, exper- maybe some combat area experience because um, hmm. somebody has brought it up. But the... The uh, the comments uh, about uh, about different thing the Gold Star families um, uh, about John McCain 
who I got to know pretty well, actually, during his presidential campaign. I spent a lot of time with McCain, his, his uh, doing. He reached out to me um, as the uh, independence uh, chairman, and I, I spent a lot of alone time with him. We, uh, we spoke mm-hmm. and, and whatever. Uh, first of all, a great man, uh, not a great candidate uh, yeah, by any means, yeah. but, but a great American. And one of the things I got to say about him is that he was given the opportunity to leave his um, his hole. He was basically in a hole uh, in the water in Vietnam, and uh, I think his his arms had to be uh, kept at a certain. I think he had to hold on to something the whole time or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, because I think he had his his his, his shoulders shattered, or I mean, he was terribly battered and 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 then and then tortured by the Viet Cong. Yeah, and he had an opportunity uh, to leave. Very early on, they gave him an opportunity because I think his his father was an officer, right? And the na- he's yes. a naval officer. And I, I think he was an admiral. Yeah, and they gave him an opportunity, and he said not without his troops that he wouldn't go. He stayed there, and you know, so John McCain is, is a heroic figure in my uh, in my estimation. I mean, he's just uh, an amazing man, and. Uh, Trump made a comment, a very public comment that that stays with him. But somehow, you know, he's he's Teflon on it, and uh, he didn't get punished as being anti-veteran uh, for that by by so many people. But he said, uh, you know, I admire people who don't get captured. I know, I know, that's terrible. And Trump never served a day in his life. No, wasn't he National Guard? Did was he? In- Trump? No, no, he got off because of bone spurs in his feet. Oh, uh, deferment. You know? Yeah, some kind of deferment, exactly. Well, I think um, you know, and, and, and you know, there have been other people who've, who've, who who Bill Clinton. Bill, well, Bill Clinton, but I'm thinking of the senator from Connecticut. Um, Ran, uh, what was his name? Um, uh, oh, oh, you're talking was, Chris Dodd? No, no, Dodd is no, no, no. Democrat. Um, he's right now. He's senator. He's he's in he's in our. He's he's in our midst right now. Oh, okay. Um, I, his yes, he he embellished his Vietnam uh, record, and 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 then he he got a pass for that. Wow, yeah, and uh, you know somehow uh, somehow they uh, they get it, but it, it's um, I'm not sure that uh, that uh, that anything necessarily sticks to Trump. It's going to be what what's going to come down is. Um, uh, it, it's going to come down to um, uh, you know to anti-Trump people, um, uh, you know, coming out and showing up. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's not going to be the Trump uh, people. Well, I, actually, there's going to be some borderline Republican, <coughs> excuse me, um, that have um, that uh, that have problems, and they uh, either stay home, don't vote for Trump, or in fact, vote for the opponent. Uh, by the way, was it Chris Murphy or or Richard Blumenthal? Uh, Richard Blooming, Blumenthal, yes. Yeah, I just uh, looked up. I think Blumenthal was criticized for embellishment. Yes, he was. He was. I don't know exact details, but he, you know, he seems to have gotten over that. It hasn't. It hasn't um, hindered him in any way. Yeah, and he's uh, he's a Republican. Or is he a no, Democrat? No, he's a he's Democrat. A Democrat. Yeah. So is Chris yeah. Murphy, I think. I think yeah, both of them. Yeah. Um, but but you know Blumenthal. Blumenthal comes to mind when I think of a questionable military record. Yeah. So it, it's not you know I mean Trump has already run twice, 
and none of these issues have really plagued him terribly, right? Think about it. He's he got elected the first time, and he he won in a landslide, in a um, electoral landslide against Hillary mm-hmm. Clinton. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, the national uh, the uh, the national vote he didn't. Yeah. No, he didn't. He lost by three million votes, but you figure that's going to happen each time. And then the uh, then the last time, the last time he got. Uh, he lost in a landslide um, electoral, almost uh, the the exact number. Uh, I think it was off by one because somebody refused to, to vote, um, a delegate refused to vote, but uh, almost the same number that he beat Hillary by, um, Trump uh, got defeated by um, Biden. And, you know, and again, you know, I think it's uh, Roy Cohen, who uh, who says all you know said all those things to Trump to make him um, yeah, as his mentor uh, you know to make him stand out. Look, if somebody hits you, you hit them ten times harder back. Yeah, uh, yeah. Never admit that you're wrong. Never admit uh, uh, defeat. And I forget what the other one was. Uh, Probably don't get mad. Get even. <laughs> right. <laughs> Something like that. And and I'll tell you, he still maintains that he won the last election. Oh, yeah, of course. And so do many of his followers, many of his base. And, and, and it's not, you know, it's not the blue collar, uh, redneck white. You hear amongst very educated, prominent people who question the results of the 2020 re- election. And um, I, but I'll say one thing. And, and he has some prominent support among very well, uh, very prominent people uh, in the media, including uh, Lou Dobbs. Uh, Michael Moore, the economist who has a, 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 a radio show on WABC, and yep. is all you know. He's 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 you know he's he's consulted all the time, and he's you know he's a very well you know, he's a, he's a, he's like a, a nice man, but he's he, he's consulted with Trump. He's helped. He's he's worked for Trump, um, and 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 Larry Kudlow. Uh, who was uh, who served in the Trump administration? I mean, these are not dummies. Right. These are these are smart guys. These are economists. Yeah, very intelligent guys, but they they yeah. still buy into the nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a- amazing. Um, yeah. Again, MelissaItellJoran.com, uh, great starting point. Check out the documentaries there. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Melissa I Tell Joran is our host each and every week. Uh, so I, I think I asked it, but I didn't give you a chance to to answer it. What what's the next what's the next thing big thing that we're we're waiting on? I guess today, right? Uh, it, you know this this could be something interesting, but I don't know that it's as pivotal as uh, as the other things. What, what what do you think? What what's the next big moment that we have in in the life of Trump? Is it Super Tuesday? Is it, um, uh, it oh we on the twenty seventh? I think there's a primary. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's expected to win it. You know, I don't think it's right. supposed to be right. close. But uh, is, is that the big? Is that the next big thing, or is there something in between the primary and today? I think it's definitely in between the, today and the primary. Um, you know, he's got a court date. His attorney argue, no, you can't do that. This is in the mid- middle of a primary season that's against his rights to run. Right. <laughs> and this is all. And then, of course, Trump tr- chimed in and said, "This is all Biden's doing. Biden did this." <laughs> I mean, I, because the, I think the judge in the case don, um, contributed money, donated money to a Democrat. So in, in, in Trump's mind, this is all Biden. Biden is pulling all the strings. Everything is Biden, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, well, listen, when in doubt, blame Biden. And, blame uh, Biden, exactly. Yeah. You got it right. Yeah. yeah. And he <laughs> doesn't. be a bumper sticker for, for Trump. Yeah. I, I mean, if they broker the convention, do you think they hold their nose? And do you think they ever go Kamala Harris? Uh, that's yeah. She's getting a lot of attention about that now. Uh, the Wall Street Journal did a, they, they have an, uh, I guess their uh, their op-ed pieces about you know may, vote for Kamala question mark. Um, wow. <laughs> well, you know she's got some pluses. She's younger. Uh, she's she's healthy. Uh, she's she's been on the job. She at least she's seen what's been going on. Maybe she hasn't. She doesn't. Uh, she's not everyone's. Uh, um, uh, flavor of the month uh, right. she's right you know she, uh, she said some things which we you know we find kind of uh, cringy uh, i don't know it's this is really she's going to have to be bought off big time if, yeah. <laughs> if they decide before the convention hey we're going to take biden out and replace her with someone if, if you know it, it's uh, this is some this is going to be a real doozy of an election but it's i think whoever gets in is going to be uh, dictating uh, the, the policy for the next couple of for the next several years, and could be in office for quite a long time. Uh, what are her numbers? Um, because they might put like a Gavin Newsom um, with. Oh, they're both from California, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They are in there, and, yeah. and of course they know each other very well. So somebody would have to move. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so maybe they're not going to do a, a, a Gavin Newsom, no. just like Cheney. Cheney uh, moved to Wyoming. Wyoming, yeah. right? And his daughter, uh, Liz, was still representing Wyoming, I believe. Yeah. I don't know if she still lives there. I don't know what her story was. And she, we don't hear about her m- mounting a third-party uh, challenge no. to Trump or Biden. We don't hear anything of that. I mean, she had her book. Has anyone bought her book or her 450-page book? No, I, I'm not sure. I'm sure somebody has. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know that it's even a bestseller yet, right? No, I, I don't know. But maybe it's in the bargain bin. <laughs> <laughs> if you wait long enough, you'll get it for like ninety nine cents. You're right. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? You know what we we haven't mentioned was the Kennedy commercial on the Super Bowl. I don't know if you saw oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was a shocker. I I heard it like what? What is that? Is that a? Is that for real? But then I, I, you know, and then he said this was the the authentic. This was a, taken from uh, his the original John right. Kennedy's right, his 1960 campaign jingle. And you know, in those days they had, you know, they had things. It, 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 I think it was it was nice. It was I liked the I liked the, the whole the music, the tune. The, you know, it was nostalgic. Yes, very nostalgic. And uh, I mean, and I, I the only thing I I, I knew about of. I think everyone knew that Frank Sinatra was friends with, was a big supporter of the Kennedys. No doubt. Yeah, yeah and he actually sang a campaign song for John Kennedy. Yeah, he did. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, he did. So that that was the only one I knew of, because I've I've heard it many times, but I didn't. I never heard this one. No. And then yet, yeah, uh, yeah. Very interesting. Uh, well, yes. the thing is, uh, where does he, where does he get on the ballot, and who does he take votes from? Kennedy. Uh, I don't think he takes Biden votes. I mean, he's an anti-vaxxer. I mean, right, he, well, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he could hurt Trump, but I don't know. If he, <clears throat> can we take him seriously anymore? Well, the thing is, I, I mean, you only need, in, in certain swing states, you only need mm-hmm. a couple of, you know, you only need a couple of votes. Um, and when I say a couple of votes, I mean 100,000 votes here, 50,000 votes there. 
and the Liz Cheney's of the world and the you know the the Cheney's and the uh, Lincoln Project, um, they want to throw their money into something. If uh, if they're maxing out to uh, whether it's Biden or Harris or Newsom or whoever, mm-hmm. um, they could throw money at Kennedy if they think that it's going to hurt. Um, if they think that it's going to hurt Trump. And, you know, you get them on the ballot, and I, I don't even know, you know, like, I, I used to have this stuff down. In fact, I gave Trump a 50-state ballot access plan uh, once. I, I, you know, again, people want to oh, yeah. kill me for But this was uh, to run as an independent. Uh, I see. Did he, did he thank you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. He <laughs> he, he was, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time with him because of right. that, you know, uh, right. talking about running as an independent. Uh-huh. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and he was he was fascinated with the ballot access mm-hmm. stuff. Um, he just wanted headlines. He didn't want details. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. like, when, when is this? When is that? When is this? When is that? So the thing is, like, I used to know this very well. Um, mm-hmm. But you you need to be on the ballot, uh, you know, in Texas, for example, like a, a year before. And they did that because one Republican from Texas uh, cost another Republican from Texas the the presidency, and that was Ross Perot for as an independent for um, for um, uh, uh, George uh, Herbert Walker Bush, and basically the the Republicans in Texas said never again will an independent hurt, and uh, and they just buried Texas. In fact, when Bloomberg look love him or hate him uh, after uh, Trump was not not going to run as an independent. Um, Bloomberg reached out, and I spent some time uh, with Bloomberg, and there's a guy named Kevin Sheiky, and Kevin Sheiky was the deputy mayor, and he uh, he and I, um, I you know, uh, uh, you know, spent a lot of time politically on uh, the mayor's, uh, you know, who was uh, registered blank at the end. Uh, but he was registered Republican, really was a Democrat, you know, for years and, of course, $40 billion or whatever he had. Um, and he was, uh, uh, you know, he was there. But Kevin Sheiky called me after several meetings with uh, myself, him and Mayor Bloomberg. And he said, you know, I have one. He said, I've been thinking about, ba- uh, uh, you know, ballot access and what you laid out. And I got one word on my mind. Do you, do you know what the word is? And he said, uh, and I said, Texas. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, what? And I said, Texas. He said, yeah, that's exactly, how, how did you know that? Did I? And I said, no, Texas is, it's, it's all about Texas. So the thing is like uh, Bloomberg uh, and or Trump, if they were going to run as an independent, wanted to be on the ballot in all 50 states. Robert Kennedy Jr. should know, should absolutely know that he is not going to get on the ballot in all 50 states because he's already missed, he's already yeah. missed several things. I mean, if he's lucky, he gets on in 20 states. Or something along those lines. Um, mm-hmm. So the the thing is, are any of those states swing states? And if they are swing states, he's going to be a spoiler. And yeah. uh, the question is who he's going to be a spoiler for. The name yeah. Kennedy, um, mm-hmm. you know, is also a, you know, a Republican yeah. Uh, a yeah. Supreme Court justice, you know. I mean, so right. I don't know that Kennedy is, is automatically a Democratic vote. No, I don't know. This is a different kind of Kennedy. This is not the... This is not Camelot. No, this is definitely not John not. F. Kennedy. It's a different world. John F. Kennedy was in a class by himself. Um, you know, we weren't around when he was president, but we know enough uh, to to compare him with with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. His his uh, his nephew. He's not. 
his, his own family, his own family doesn't speak to him. They're against his 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 uh, his race because of his um, uh, vaccine of his views on yes, and a lot of other things. And he feel they feel he's going to ruin it for everybody involved. They really are, they're not supportive of him. Yeah. And you know he has very you know his his views are you know way out and left field. He he wanted to free Sirhan Sirhan. Uh, he felt that Sirhan was um, was set up somehow. I mean, he's I've a conspiracy theorist. Yes, I've heard that it, by brain by by brain control, mind control. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I've heard this. Uh, I, I really uh, and 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 you know his siblings and you know they and he remembers the, the assassination and they they felt you know this is ridiculous. They they were they've been deprived of a father for so many years for over fifty years. Uh, the, the youngest never met her father because she was born after he was he was killed, uh, and and they just they they don't agree with. Him. I mean, there's always a you know there's always a a bad apple in every family. There's always the the pariah, the black sheep. Yep. And and he's just, the one. He's the guy. He's it. Yeah, he's it. Well, listen, Melissa, we got a lot to talk about uh, now and between all of this, but yes. it's getting uh -huh. it's getting crazy. Uh, great job as always. Uh, and and as always, we wish everyone uh, oh, yes. thank you and 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 we uh, our appreciation for listening each and every week. Oh, we we do, we really do. We value all our listeners, and uh, you know we're going to get through this together, and uh, we just have to stick together, uh, and and we'll see it through. No doubt, Melissa. Thank you, and thank you to all the listeners. Uh, Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa I Tell Jern Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.